Welcome, everybody, in another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. If y'all enjoying your day sweet, if not, what the hell ever, we know what this is going to be. December 8, 2012, review for Saturday Morning Slam. Oh my god. The only thing that this show was advertising was that, hey, John Cena's going to be here and have his Saturday Morning Slam debut match. However, that wasn't the only match we had in this show because the other match was hot garbage. Let's get into this weird show. So opening contest, Titus O'Neil versus Sheamus. And at the time, SmackDown general manager Booker T decided to join commentary. Thank you for being somebody other than Santino. Thank you. Well, Titus, he's already getting like some early freaking work on Sheamus, which was a rare thing to see because Sheamus is always dominating. But for some reason, the Sheamus gets hit with a gut single knee gut buster by Titus, and we get the camera cut. Because we got to show Darren Young who's over at commentary. And even gets an abdominal stretch on Sheamus after getting a near fall following that. Well, Sheamus then starts soon doing his comeback. And at first, Irish Hammer, you know, like where he's like doing a double axe handle one that like motion and then kind of hits him in the face. First one gets the camera cut again. And then Sheamus, he's got Titus on the apron. He's about to do that whole 10 beats of the Baldrin. You only get one of them. Then the camera misses it because of the camera cut, and then there's no other one, so they clearly edited that out. So, one beat of the Baldrin, we don't even get to see the impact for. Why? The Sheamus gets him in. White noise for the camera cut. Bro kick for the camera cut. And that's it. Hashtag Sheamus wins. LOL. This was awful. Okay. Titus did some action, Sheamus easily dominated back in most of his action. You didn't see because we just got to keep camera cutting everything. We can't see any impact whatsoever. Horrible. Now, the weird, the big oddity here was the next part, Matt Stryker, who's got a big mustache on him, even though it looks like Peach Fuzz, but he's still got a mustache for some reason, gets a fast interview from John Cena. He's like, yeah, do, 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 do. You usually can't see me, but you can see me here today. I'm facing East Slater and Champ is here or whatever. I was like, okay, I've had masturbation sessions a lot faster than this. You came and you went. Then you get Booker T, who decides he wants to address the audience. Because they filmed him in the empty arena earlier. Uh, talk about the upcoming holiday season, because we're about two and a half weeks away from Christmas. He's like, hey, I'm going to take you to Spinaroonie school. Because that way you can do a Spinaroonie to hype up a big Christmas party and everything. So he's got three steps. Number one, the hand. You gotta be one with the hand. It's like I've given my hand that look so many times over the years. It does make me feel like doing the spin Rooney Booker. Number two, you gotta do the knee. So you gotta look like you're proposing to a bitch who doesn't love you. And then number three, you do the spin Rooney. Like you could give a tutorial on how to try to put your body through that motion. You could have done it for Vince in 2002. I mean, wasn't it like the second or third episode of Saturday Morning Slam where Ray was trying to do a tutorial on how to run the ropes and everything like that in the ring? Like, I know I discussed that before, so it's like, why couldn't Booker do that? It's like, oh, here's how you contort your body. Like, we get it. There are three steps to it. We've seen you do it before, but you don't teach anybody how to try to properly execute it. It's just like, get in there and do it. Yeah. Tutorial master right there. Then we get the Saturday morning spotlight for the week, and it focuses on John Cena. Gain, of course, the big hype package, because he's a top guy, and we're getting definitions to the words hustle, loyalty, and respect. I mean, hustle, I mean, the definition could be kind of obscure. It's like, oh, you hustled somebody out of their money. Loyalty, 
so many people in the business don't know the meaning of that when they're married. And respect, respect. Like, you could have had Booker T freaking saying that word beforehand because I know I'm giving an OSW review reference there, but still, respect. You know, Booker T is saying that instead of John Cena, like, when it came to three words that he lives by. Okay? Would have been perfect. And then you get to the main event, which they hyped up since the week prior. John Cena versus Heath Slater of 3MB. Ugh, John Cena versus a chick from Wendy's. So, yeah, it's Cena's debut on the show. And who better? I mean, the guy that everybody blames for the company going PG is on a G-Race show. And Slater, he's takes Cena down, got in kind of like an arm drag, and he's showboating like, yeah, I took down John Cena. Great, you didn't beat him. Shut the fuck up. So Cena then starts messing around with Slater. He's constantly twisting his arm and, like, arm ringers and everything like that. And even does a monkey flip right, like, very quickly to Slater out of the corner. Which, I know Cena around this time was kind of expanding what he did in the ring a little bit, but that still was kind of a rarity, especially that early in a match. And I was even really surprised to see Cena doing a hip toss to Slater because I thought he stopped doing that after he tore his pec back in 2007. Like, I was getting flashbacks. And afterwards, Slater was on the outside and he's like, oh, we need to try to sing a lullaby, put Cena to sleep. So all three members regroup in the ring. Slater body slams Cena. And then they started doing the whole rock band. Yeah, we are, yeah, we're a three-man band. You guys are jabronis at this point. Okay? And Cena's selling, surprisingly selling this move for a while. Okay? He freaking gets slammed and he's down during this entire time because then you gotta be down while the rest of 3MB gets kicked out of the ring even though they didn't even lay a hand on Cena. They just jump in there and be like, yeah, we're, we're fucking rock stars. You guys are probably playing ukuleles at freaking nightclubs. Okay? You're not a band. And then Cena, he finally tries getting up as Slater gets, goes to him. He tries to put him on the FCF, but then Slater reverses it to send Cena to the outside. And it's like, oh, commercial break time. And you get back from the break. Slater gets a running splash and body scissors on Cena. Cena gets out of it, gets backdrop on Slater, and then he starts doing the whole five moves of doom. And surprisingly, you don't get camera cuts on this one. Because they had a, nice, a smart camera angle change there for when Cena dropped the five-knuckle shovel fist drop. To Slater, and then he gave him the old fuck you without any struggles and gets the win. I mean, hey, at least this was better than what we saw for the opening match between Titus and Sheamus, even though the match was blah. But I mean, at least there were no camera cuts. Meanwhile, Sheamus versus Titus O'Neil was riddled with them every two seconds. Camera cut, camera cut, camera cut. We can't see this, we can't see that. Ugh, like, my god. I get it, they're a G-rated show and they're trying not to show anything super violent. But it's like, you can't freaking cut everything. Alright, you guys keep doing that every time you're doing these packages, like in the Saturday morning spotlight, where you don't even see a move being executed. It's like, oh, Cena's giving the fuck you, but you don't see the person hitting the mat. And of course, it's not going to be good having Sheamus in there because so many of his moves target the head. The white noise can affect it. The impact from the, uh, what was that one, the... That freaking powerbomb he used to do. High cross. The bro kick. So it's like, you're just going to keep missing everything. And then we just have to keep being reminded, hey, look, Darren Young's at the commentary team. Big fucking whoop. I honestly don't care. So yeah, this episode sucked. I mean, still not the worst episode, but I mean, the camera cuts are really taking an effect on here. Like, 
if you're if you're a young fan and you're watching this on TV and you've never seen any other WWE shows, you don't know what these moves are because you're not seeing them being executed because they keep getting cut every single time something's about to happen. And then when you're an adult, you're going to get frustrated watching this. Like, yeah, you know what the move is, but you don't know if the move actually connects or there's a boss they're trying to cut out because you don't see the impact being made. Like I said, you don't need all these camera cuts, Kevin Dunn. So anyway... I don't know what to rank this. This is either like the second or third worst episode because like I said, the worst one was still that one that had the Rick Collier versus Primo as the main event. Or was it Epco? Those ones too. Anyway, that's going to cover it. Let me know what you all know in the comment section below this episode for Saturday Morning Slam. If you enjoyed today's episode, please remember, leave a like, subscribe to the bell, turn on, and if you're listening to this on YouTube or follow if you're listening to this podcast and any other service this podcast is available on. And I'll catch you all in the next episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out and good day, everybody. And I still have five more months of episodes to watch through. Shit.